people never change. And I'm here to tell you, I agree that people never change, but I'm going to give you this caveat. The only time people change is if God changes them. Only if God changes them. And so today, if you have your Bibles, grab them, go to Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. I'm going to hang out there all day. Uh, Let me give you a quick commercial before I get to Colossians chapter 3. Next week starts our Modern Family Series. It's four weeks all about the family. We're going to have four great topics. We're going to talk about discipline. We're going to talk about teenagers. We're going to talk about the birds and the bees. The talk about the birds and the bees. Every parent's worst nightmare, right? And then we're going to talk about little ones as well. Uh, we've got a few people speaking in it. I'm gonna, I'll be doing the main. And then on Mother's Day, my beautiful wife will be speaking and doing a wonderful job. She's been working on hers, her message, uh, and I'm excited about it. So my point, my main point for today is people will never change unless the force of the Holy Spirit sets the life change into motion. People will never change unless the Holy Spirit impacts their life. And so that's my title for today. When we have the Holy Spirit, when we have the Holy Spirit, we see a difference. Now, the last four weeks, we've been talking all about the Holy Spirit, but we wanted to end with this, because we see the gifts of the Holy Spirit as something that can benefit us, but initially, the Holy Spirit is something that's supposed to change our lives. And if our lives are not changed, then maybe God never got a hold of us. So if you have your Bibles, like I said, Colossians 3, we're going to start in verse 1. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on this earth, for they have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life, appears when you also will appear with him in glory. So my first point for you guys today is, you must set your mind on right things. You have to set your mind on right things. How many of you growing up, your mama told you, garbage in, garbage out. If all you ever do is listen to garbage, if all you ever do is watch garbage, that's all you're going to get. Now, if you'll work out with a personal trainer, your trainer will tell you if all you do is feed your body garbage, that's what you're going to look like. Gio tells me that all the time. In fact, the other day, he brought donuts to church. And he wouldn't let me have one. So what did I do? When he wasn't looking, I stole the donut box and ate one. Because he's not the boss of me. Huh? Oh, that's right. Sorry. One of my kids have been saying that, so I, I got in trouble. My bad. My bad, Gio. And so, but here's the thing. You have to set your mind on the right things. You have to set boundaries. You have to set boundaries for your life. Now, I jokingly say that I didn't eat a donut, but here's the thing. If I ate a whole box of donuts, do you think I'm going to look this good? You're right, probably not. (laughs) Some of you are blessed with the metabolism that you can eat what you want. Me, 
I look at a donut and I gain 10 pounds, okay? But you have to set boundaries. Now, a boundary for me that, that I have set that's pretty simple is I will not go out and do things with friends of the opposite sex. So you will not roll up on me having lunch with a female by myself at Chili's. Because here's what would happen. You would walk up and you go, hey, Pastor Todd, take a picture. You would, one, text it to Crystal. Then you would, two, post it on Facebook and tag me and Crystal. But here's the thing. My wife should trust me, shouldn't she? No, here's the thing. I set that boundary in place so that there is no evidence of evil. There's no evidence of evil because here's the thing. If you will not set boundaries in your life and protect them, others will dictate your boundaries. If you won't set those boundaries, other people will tell you what those boundaries are. And so you have to set them. So if you are a recovering alcoholic, maybe a bar is not the place for you. If you struggle with pornography, maybe free, unlimited internet access is a bad idea for you. Set yourself up to win. Don't set yourself up to fail. Find ways to not tempt yourself. And so, but what we have to understand, we do not have to be perfect. You just have to strive towards God daily. You don't have to be perfect. Just strive towards God daily. Now, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And Facebook and social media has made that worse. You know why? Because you see everyone's top 1% on Facebook. You see, if you'll go to my Facebook profile right now, you'll see at the top of it, there's a beautiful family portrait. The beautiful family portrait was taken by Miss Kinsey Friel. She's around here snapping pictures. And it looks beautiful. But what you don't know is the whole time leading up to the beautiful family portrait, I'm spending all of my time yelling at my kids. Going, stop rolling on the grass. Your grandma bought you expensive stuff. Quit getting grass stains on it. Stand up straight. Smile at the camera. We want everyone to think we're a happy family. Don't touch the flower. Get away from the water. It's a wonder we don't have a stroke every time. But what do you see? You see the beautiful family photo on Facebook. The one family photo where it's like, the baby's only going to look one time. Smile! Look at the camera! Smile! Isaiah! (laughs) You think I'm kidding. I'm really not. Just ask Kinsey. I think she needed counseling after she was done. Just one session with us. That's all it took. But see, we see that on Facebook. You see the perfect family and you think, well, that family never has any problems. That dad probably never yells at his kids. Which you all know is not true. But here's the thing. We don't have to be perfect. We just have to strive towards God daily. You have to be better today than you were yesterday. That's all God asks of us. And you have to set those boundaries in place in your life. Let's keep reading. Colossians 3, verse 5. 
But put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desires, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these, you too once walked when you were living in them, but you now must put them away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with the practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of the Creator. Here there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, the S-word, not really sure what that is, slave, free, but Christ in all and in all. And so the second is your behavior changes when you have jesus in your life you are different and so you have to resist the things of this world and run to god as fast as you can stay away from those things that trip you up and run to god as fast as you can because he will take care of you And so, walking with Jesus is a daily taking up your cross task, which which we will never arrive until we arrive in glory. That's your shareable moment. You could share that on Facebook. Walking with Jesus is a daily task of taking up your cross. We will never arrive until we arrive in glory. Guys, you will never be perfect until you arrive in heaven. But here's the thing. You have to take up your cross. You have to be better today than you were yesterday. You have to have a change in your behavior. So what is that change? Let's let the Bible tell us. Colossians chapter 3 verse 12. Put on then, as God's chosen one, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against one another, Forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, as you must also forgive. And above all else, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. The Bible tells us here, right here, my third point is your actions change. Your actions will change when you have the Holy Spirit, when you accept Jesus, your actions will change. How will they change? You'll have a compassionate heart, you will be kind, you will be humble. You will be meek and you will be patient and you will bear with one another. You will love each other. Guys, here's the thing. The reason people don't come to church is not because they don't believe in God. It's because they don't want to be around church people. Because church people sometimes are the worst. Let me give you an example. I went, every morning I go through McDonald's. I get an egg biscuit because it's on the diet that I am. Just just don't judge me. I'm trying to eat healthy, okay? Egg biscuit, diet Dr. Pepper, good to go. So there's this lady that's there every... I mean, my car drives up. She goes, pull forward. She knows my order, okay? Yes, I know I have a problem. I get it, okay? So I roll up to the window one Sunday, and I go, how are you doing today? She remembers me because I take the time to talk to her. I said, how are you doing today? She goes, it's a good day right now. But when those church people get out of church, (laughs) sidebar, she knows I'm a pastor. And she goes, when those church people get out of church, 
probably going to be a bad day. And I'll go, you know what? I'll go yell at him some more. She goes, amen, preacher. Go. <laughs> Didn't miss a beat. If you work in the service industry, I've waited tables. No one wants to work Sunday lunch. Why? Church people. Because we are bad people. But what does the Bible tell us? We're supposed to be different. We're supposed to be defined by gentleness. We're supposed to be defined by forgiving each other. Did you know that as Christians, our first thing to do is not be upset with someone. It's to forgive them. The world fusses and fights with one another. And we're supposed to be the first ones to forgive. See who can forgive the most. One, one week, I forgot to follow up on this, but one week I challenged my, my marriage group uh, on Wednesday night to see who could forgive the most. Did y'all remember that? I, we forgot too. But, but I challenged them. I said, <laughs> we got one day and we're like, I don't care. I'm tired of forgiving. Anyway, but who could forgive the most? That's, that's what Jesus is saying. Why, why should we expect God to forgive us? When we didn't deserve it, if we won't forgive others, if we're not willing to offer that same forgiveness. Guys, here is what makes us different from the world. It's one word, love. Love conquers all. Love forgives all. Love bears all. When you say that you love someone, it's not the, oh, I love you so much kind of love you know you see the people that are walking around like i was at a birthday party the other day um and if you may know who this is just don't say anything like there was this couple there and they never stopped touching each other like they would they would walk with hands to one thing keep touching each other's hands or, or they move to the shoulder then walk to the other just holding hands the whole time i'm like oh my gosh you're wearing me out here man y'all know what i'm talking about they're just so in love I'm not talking about that kind of love. That's, that's, that's an infatuated kind of love. Love is middle of the night cleaning up vomit from your children when you're picking up your baby, poops all over you. That's love. I'm not saying that love is always pretty, but what I'm saying is, is love conquers all. We can show the world that we're different if we love one another. In fact, we've got these cards for you. Out there on the welcome desk, we have these cards. It says, join me at Hope Church. These are what we call tip cards. So when you go and you're kind to your server and you tip them well, give them this card. Otherwise, don't give them to them. And I'm talking 20% or more. If you're like, well, I, I give the Lord 10%. I'm just going to give 10%. Then don't give them this card, please. Okay. <laughs> Just don't associate me with you, okay? <laughs> but it says love God. What does it say in the second part? Love people. So go out and share this with somebody. You can take as many as you want. Remember, these cost money. So take only what you're going to give away. But go and share the love with somebody. But be a good person. Our motto is love God, love people. That means we're defined by our love. And the Bible tells us, that and above all these things, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Jesus is telling us through the author of Colossians. He's saying, love 
brings everything together. If we will forgive each other, if we will love one another, we will never have any issues that we can't overcome. If you want to be different than the world, it's one word, love. So what does this mean for us? What does this mean for you in your life today? If you're getting baptized today, now's the time. Get out of here, go get changed, go get ready. I will be right behind you. I'm, I'm good at changing quick. They have, that, they have that class in seminary, how to quick change before baptism. <laughs> right? It's like Superman. Da, da, da. Who's popping off back there? What? Was that you, Ethan? What did you say? I'll hurt you later. Um, what does this mean for us? What does this mean for your life today? If you're, if you're new with us here at Hope Church, I always try to end with three questions to challenge you for your week. The first question is, do you need to change? Do you need to change? If I go to your work, are people going to say, I know that so-and-so goes to church because they're a great person? Or they're going to say, so-and-so cusses like a sailor. You're their pastor? Trust me, that happens a lot. Or, or when you're sat next to someone on an airplane, worst conversation ever. They're, they're, they're bleep this, bleep that, bleep this, man, bleep that. They're like, what do you do for a living? I'm a pastor. Oh, man, I don't cuss all the time. <laughs> like, this isn't confession, bro. I'm just a pastor. It's, it never fails. You get stuck by the worst person on the plane. And you're just like, Jesus, do you want me to save everybody on the plane? I'll just, let's, let's just have a revival. Give me the microphone. <laughs> Your exits are here and here. <laughs> Where's this stuff come from? That wasn't in the first service. Do you need to change? Do you need to be different in your life? Second question. Do you need to set boundaries? Do you need to set boundaries? Like I talked about, if you're a struggling alcoholic, the place for you to be is not a bar. If you struggle with pornography, free, unrestricted internet access is not a good thing. But here's another good thing. Stop putting yes people in your life. Have some people in your life that tell you no. Have some people in your life that will punch you upside the head if you need to be punched upside the head. I have a few of those people in my life. One in particular, his name is Tim Ware. There was a, I've told you this story before. There was, a, there was an instance in the church and I told him the instance and I was pouring my heart out. Tim, what did I do? And he just said, well, everybody else saw it coming. I don't know why you didn't. I was like, dang. If you cut me, I bleed, man, jeez. But he's like, but he's that kind of guy. He's that kind of friend. If I need to be told something, he tells me something. He doesn't sugarcoat it. He just tells me. And we need those people in our life because otherwise you're going to think you're the most awesome person on the planet. I have news for you. You're not the most awesome person on the planet. You have a lot of work to do. And you need people to push you to do that. If I have to be that person, I will, but I can't do it for 300 people. We've got to work together on that. So the last question I have for you today is the band comes back. Do you need to give your all to Jesus today? Is today your day that you need to give it all to Jesus? Now, I'm not talking, I'm not talking 
saying the prayer at youth camp but never changing your life. I'm talking about giving your whole heart to Jesus. Not saying the prayer, walking the aisle. I'm saying giving everything over to Him. Changing your life. Because I love that this message falls on baptism day. Because baptism is the perfect semblance of this. We go under the water, one person. And we come out of the person, a changed life. That's what it's all about. You're going to see a group of people that are getting up here that are proclaiming to all of you that I have changed. Something is different in me. But here's the thing. If you have a true relationship with God, you won't have to tell anybody that your life will change. Everybody else will see it. I've seen men that have come home to their wives after they got saved and they're like, I, this is a new husband. I don't even know who this guy is. I've seen people quit jobs because they're saying, I can't follow Christ and be in this job. When God comes in and you accept Him, everything changes. How you live, how you talk, how you walk. And guys, my challenge for you today is is if you don't want to change, maybe you're not ready. But guys, if you truly will give your heart over to Jesus, it's the greatest thing that can ever happen. So in just a minute, our prayer partners are going to be down here. If you're, if you're praying with people, come on, get set so they can see you. We're going to sing this song. And if it's today is your day and you want God to change your life, I want you to come up and pray with one of these people. Maybe you've given your heart over to God, but you haven't been walking with Him. I want to encourage you. Come down here. Pray with one of our people and allow them to encourage you. Allow them to press you forward. Or maybe, maybe you're saying, man, I just said that prayer when I was a young kid just to make people happy, and I haven't actually given my heart over to Jesus. Let today be your day. Let this be your day.